You're tuned in to the Get Connected Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Agarbo. Today's show is all about Apple, really. We're going to be talking about the Worldwide Developers Conference and all of the announcements they made, especially when it comes around privacy. They uh, have also announced some new universal controls for MacBooks and iPads and iPhones to be able to control everything from just one of those devices. Let me tell you all about it. It's time to get connected. Apple had some big announcements uh, this week at their developers conference. They're going to be talking all about the cool new technologies uh, they were announcing that are going to be coming out in the coming months that will work with most of your existing gear, whether that's iPhones, MacBooks, iMacs, or iPads. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. And uh, we have a great contest going, John. Uh, we're giving away that Unagi e-scooter, which is all kinds of awesome. Uh, we have uh, a chance to win some extra entries at the end of the program. And uh, all you have to do is answer a question. We'll tell you what that question is uh, later on so stay tuned so let's talk about some of the tech news john uh this was kind of interesting this is all over the news jeff bezos uh he's the man behind amazon and also behind blue origin a competitor to spacex they're launching rockets uh you know delivering satellites and you know they want to go to the moon as well jeff bezos has announced that he's heading to space in july on blue origin's first tourist flight surprised no, I I expect him to be the the the, the pilot. So. <laughs> That's pretty gutsy. Uh, I, apparently, his uh, his brother's going to be going up with him uh, as well. And I guess when you own the company, uh, you can go on your rockets. It's just just thinking about the liability issue here. Yeah, well, he's he's stepping down from being CEO of Amazon, right? So maybe but. this is why. <laughs> So he could go on the rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps, yeah. I, I, it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would be first in line if I had a rocket company to get on the rocket. Yeah. Um, but it's just interesting for you know someone. Arguably, is he like one of the, if not the, richest person in the world right now? He's up there. Yeah. Yeah. So. But. And the thing is, they're, I mean, they're going to space, kind of. Yeah. Like, it's not like he's going to the ISS. No. No. Or the moon. He's getting to, to the space altitude. Yeah. Low Earth orbit, I guess. Well, we'll, uh, we'll stay tuned and uh, hopefully he makes it up there. <laughs> Again, John, yeah, the liability. That's uh, all kinds of issues with that. Um, this was another interesting uh, story, John. Samsung's latest futuristic wearable is skin. Yeah, I thought really interesting. This is from Samsung's Advanced Institute of Technology, SAIT, that has developed an OLED display with a built-in heart rate sensor that can be stretched by up to 30%. So basically, it's a big Band-Aid with a built-in display. And so what are they going to use this for? Well, it, it, the, the idea is that this could be uh, fitness tracking uh, for places and and presumably sports that would be very difficult to actually have like a wearable. Right? Yeah. So this, this is actually stuck to you. So presumably this also is a fairly low cost as well because it sounds like it might be a single use or, or very few uses as opposed to something you'd wear for, you know, year round. Yeah. So they uh, basically uh, have been testing this out. It's uh, reliable even after a thousand stretches. So it looks like you can use it for a little while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, John, uh, you don't have to wear something around your wrist. I mean, it goes on your wrist, but just kind of sticks on there. 
yeah, it looks very um, uh, retro, I guess. It's like the, this OLED display that they're showing, uh, at least in the sample photo that I saw. And when you, see, when you think of OLED, you think of a really nice high, high-res display, but this actually looks like some kind of LED thing. Um, but that might just be the display that they're showing uh, on it um, to show what it actually is doing. Like you said, like, what is the purpose of this thing? I, I know a lot of athletes struggle with having uh, the, the inability to wear wearables because of the sport that they're doing or because of the regulations around the sport that they're yeah. doing. And so it'd be really interesting to be able to get this kind of data at a competition level as long as it's not intrusive, right? So yeah. th- this is one way they could do that. Also in the news, uh, Square, uh, this is a company, they make the little payment uh, terminals. Uh, they became really popular with the little ones you could stick in the bottom of your phone into the earphone jack to take uh, credit cards and what have you. Now they've kind of built that up. Uh, they've got little uh, POS uh, devices for stores. You've probably seen them uh, in stores. Well, uh, maybe a lot of people don't know, this is a company that uh, the CEO is Jack Dorsey. He's also the CEO of Twitter uh, as well. Yes. And so they have announced that uh, they're going to be partnering with a, uh, a blockchain technology provider called Blockstream Mining to build an open source solar-powered Bitcoin mining facility. So Bitcoin in the news a lot, John. Uh, Elon Musk was taking it as payments for Teslas. Then he stopped. Yes, because he was worried about the environmental impact of blockchain technology because Bitcoin mining requires a lot of computing horsepower and therefore a lot of overhead as far as power consumption, HVAC, cooling, that type of thing. And so a lot of people are concerned that a single transaction on the blockchain has a huge, enormous environmental cost. So same thing with Bitcoin mining, same thing. So the idea behind this is if it's a solar power facility, then it's basically paying for itself. We're going to talk a little bit about Apple now, or maybe a lot. They just had uh, some big announcements at their Worldwide Developer Conference. This is something they have every year. Of course, it's virtual this year. But uh, I have to say, John, there was a lot of stuff to go through. It was everything from updates uh, coming in the fall to iOS 15, which is the operating system that all the iPhones uh, use, Uh, privacy, Mac updates, watch updates. Uh, it, I mean, the list goes on and on. So we wanted to tackle a little bit about the the updates that we, we heard about uh, on Get Connected. If you want to learn more, uh, make sure you turn into our sister show, The App Show, which is on every Sunday across the Chorus uh, Radio Network and Saturday nights uh, in Toronto. John, where, where would you start? <laughs> well, there, there was just so much and it was literally you know, bullet after bullet after bullet. And we always know too, when Apple shows off these things, there's always a ton of other things that they haven't even mentioned because they can only fit so much into basically what turned into be a two hour presentation. And it was just slammed. And it was really interesting too, because we had talked about it last week about the fact that there would be some hardware rumors and some hardware updates coming and there was nothing. It was all software and service-based. Yeah, I always like the hardware because I'm a, uh, a nerd, I guess. But uh, it, it came to the end. It was like two hours long, at least. And there was no hardware updates. But I just thought, oh, my God, I couldn't take any more information in. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was taking notes. And I have the longest note list I think I've ever taken from an Apple event. 
So where, where should we start? Should we start with uh, iOS 15? That's kind of uh, uh, a lot of the big stuff there. Yeah, I, I think there's there's a lot of stuff that sort of permeates all of the different uh, devices and platforms. Um, the big the big thing that I think uh, that's coming this fall from Apple is a huge new push, or, or I guess an extended push in the privacy area, because they've done some pretty or they've announced some pretty impressive. Uh, privacy updates and it covers the gamut of things from how you browse the web to how you deal with your email and even some iCloud stuff as well, which I think is just fantastic. But let's just start with say the mail privacy protection. This is a new feature that basically whenever you get an email, say from a, you know, uh, a website that uh, you subscribe to for, you know, uh, like Old Navy or Banana Republic, something like that, or even just spam, there's always these little hidden trackers that are buried into the email. And what Apple is proposing is they're going to have something called mail privacy protection. And this essentially uh, prevents these trackers from getting things like your IP address so they can know where you are in the world, your actual location, if it's been shared with location services, and even if you open the mail, because that also is very inform- in- interesting information for them to know that they've found an actual email address with a human on the other side that's actually opening that email address so they can like, well, send more spam to that person. Yeah, so I... I was really interested in this mail privacy protection that Apple's offering. So essentially, what's going to happen is that uh, Apple, when you're using their devices, obviously, they're going to block that capability for these spammers and marketers to track you. Yeah, and there was a a weird kind of backlash a little while ago when they updated in um, the last iOS 14.5. They turned on the app tracking functionality so you can actually block companies like Facebook from tracking your activity across different properties. And this basically takes that to the next level. And I'm sure this is going to make a lot of marketing people uh, antsy about how are they going to be able to do their jobs now because they're not going to get this information. They're not going to be able to create a profile about you and correlate it with everything else. It's yeah. also interesting too that the this hiding your IP address functionality is also extending to Safari on the desktop and on mobile platforms. So basically you're going to be almost invisible to some of these tracking agents, if you will. Safari being uh, Apple's web browser, kind of their, their Chrome uh, version. Uh, John, uh, I own an agency, <laughs> a digital marketing agency. This is some crazy stuff that they're rolling down. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's how we help our clients market uh, yeah. to their clients and potential clients. So it's looking like it's going to be more and more difficult to really build profiles of people for better, for worse uh, than it has been in, in the past. Well, and I think that's the key point here is Apple's given you the choice, right? You can opt in, you'll get more targeted ads, you'll get more specific types of content that you're looking for and interested in, but you're also giving up a little bit of your privacy to do that. And you are. Uh, what about Siri? They uh, also did something big with this. Uh, from what I understand, it's now going to do on-device speech recognition. So a lot of times when you these, use these voice assistants, they go out to the, the cloud or the internet uh, to, to get those commands and make them happen. Yeah, this is a, I mean, you need a, a fairly newer model. I think it's the um, 
iPhone XS and up, but basically those um, devices have the, this neural engine chip on them so they can actually do that processing in real time. What that means is it's going to be much faster. So say you're dictating a message or something like that, right? Normally you'd have to dictate it and then she would read it back to you. Now it's going to be much quicker, the, the turnaround time. And also if you are triggering other things that are happening within your say home network or on your own device using like Siri shortcuts or something like that, those are going to happen almost instantaneous now because they're not going out to the cloud. And a lot of things will actually continue to work even if you don't have an online network connection which is really cool too. Are they, are they throwing down the gauntlet now to like the Googles and Amazons of the world, you think, John? Like, do they, I, I, I feel that they know that people are upset about their privacy being leaked all over, or their digital info being leaked all over the internet. Uh, I wonder if they're really feeling they're going to get extra customers with this and retain the ones they have. It, well, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, it's just, I, I like the fact that they've given you the choice. I mean, there's certain certain things I've chosen to to give up in, you know, especially with going all in on Google for say email and other things like that. You assume that Google's bots are reading your mail and <laughs> yeah. harvesting profiles from your interactions. Um, but Apple basically wants to take the high road and say, hey, you have a choice. The thing is you can still go down the Apple road and you can choose to turn all those features off and just have the same experience you're having now. But I just really like that Apple's taking it serious and uh, they're trying to get ahead of what's probably going to be a reckoning for some of these companies that have just been abusing your privacy and that relationship that they have with you by giving you a free service, like say Facebook for free, um, as opposed to charging you for it so that you don't have to give up your privacy, your personal information to, uh, and that's how they monetize that service that they're giving you for free. Uh, they're also supersizing iCloud. They're calling it iCloud Plus, and uh, they're expanding what iCloud can do. They're not charging you more, which I do like. Um, they've got expanded account recovery now. So, you know, sometimes when you've lost your password and trying to recover your account, that's kind of painful. You can now assign family members or a friend to be your designated recovery option. Which I think is awesome because sometimes, you know, in a lot of households, there's be one person that'd be like the, the, the keeper of all the accounts or something like that. And that person could be the, the one that doles out these recovery codes to the other family members whenever they got locked out of their account or, or forgot their password, that type of thing, which I think is fantastic. And uh, there's also something called private relay. Explain how that works. That's really kind of cool. That's another privacy. Yeah, feature. this is this this sort of goes in hand in hand with um, how Safari works in hiding your IP addresses and that type of thing. So whenever you're browsing the web, those requests are being sent to servers saying, "Hey, John needs to look at Mike's web page. Mike's web page gets all this information about John, and that's how the web works." Now with a private relay, what's happening is Safari is encrypting that request, sending it through two internet relays, which basically makes it really difficult for a hacker to follow you or track you through the internet, and then basically pulling up that request. And this happens all instantaneously. So um, I'm, I'm really curious to see how this is going to work and if it does have any impact in performance, because this is not unlike having a VPN, for example, where you're routing stuff through something before you actually get to the destination instead of just going straight to the destination. So 
but we'll have to see how that happens. Um, they've also added uh, hide my email, which will basically randomly generate an email address instead of your real one. So that when you're going to say sign up for something that you know is going to be spammy, but you still want to be able to get the email, you can just give them basically a single use email address that will you can you can revoke at any time so you're going to stop getting those spams and it's just going to be basically something very easy for you to set up uh, it sounds like you can do unlimited right now with iCloud in their you know uh, dot me or iCloud.com addresses you can create aliases but they're limited to about five or six so this sounds like you can have as many as you want and they'll just be basically randomized email addresses kind of like when you use Apple pay yeah exactly Don't forget to enter our contest. And John, I love this one. Uh, this month, we're giving away an Inagi e-scooter. This is one of these electric scooters. I think it's got a top speed of 30 kilometers an hour. This thing goes. And if you want a chance to win, all you have to do is go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. And there's extra chances to win as well. And all the instructions are up there uh, to enter. So check that out. John, we're uh, talking about Apple. The WWDC, which is the Worldwide Developer Conference, uh, just happened this past uh, week, and they announced some pretty cool stuff. We're talking now about uh, the new upcoming uh, Mac operating system called Monterey. That's going to be the latest one and some of the cool features that will be coming out for that. One of them, John, that we teased was uh, universal control. Explain how this works. Yeah, this is basically, uh, I guess, an update's probably not being kind enough. It's it's a major overhaul to what was previously known as continuity. And this essentially lets you extend your desktop or your laptop screen to any of your other Apple devices and seamlessly control them. And the idea is that you have one mouse and keyboard or trackpad and, and a keyboard, and you can then control your iPhone or your iPad or other Macs, as long as they're on the same network, I think, uh, basically is, you know, the example that they showed was uh, on an iPad, creating a drawing with the Apple Pencil, and then taking that drawing from the iMac that was beside it, and there was an iPhone in between them, and literally dragging the file across as if they were three screens, just like if you had three monitors, an extended monitor, there was no configuration. There was no setup. There was nothing. It was literally just going over, grabbing that file, bringing it over into a Final Cut, the video editing software, uh, dropping it as a graphic on top of a video. And it was seamless and it was amazing. There's other things that can kind of do this um, already. Uh, there's a, a few different apps that you can install that give this uh, function type of functionality to you, but there are always a little clunky. Um, I think one's called Synergy. You have to install different apps on the different devices and they also allow you to do things like that cross-platform. This appears to just be on the Mac platform or the Apple um, ecosystem. But, uh, you know, for basically something that's built in and, you know, this just takes sidecar and continuity and they have a baby and it's called Universal Control. <laughs> baby. Uh yeah, very, very uh, cool. Uh, another thing that they showed off uh, coming up with uh, their Safari browser uh, is how it works with tabs. And that's one of the challenges. Uh, you know, I've got my web browser open and I've typically got like 10, you know, 10 to a dozen tabs open at any one time. It just gets super cluttered. Oh, you're a rookie then because I usually have about 100. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder why your computer is so slow. Yeah, I wonder. 
but yeah, and so the the they have a couple different things that are really interesting about tabs. So uh, first of all, they're adding something called tab art, which is really handy to find which tab you're interested in because it basically takes the artwork from the website that you're on, the background colors or photos or whatever like that, and extends it into the tab. So you can actually see really easily, you know, whatever website you're on which tab that is by the color if you're familiar with it. Um, so, I mean, that's just a nice visual cue, but what I really like is tab groups. And these are basically, um, allows you to create a, like a series of bookmark folders. So you can have like, say my work tabs and I can have all of my Get Connected stuff in one place. We have our radio rundowns and we have a whole bunch of other things that can be a separate tab group of stuff that I need to have access to. And it's one click and it just pops open and they're all there. And the really cool thing is this, this will sync across all of your devices. So it'll go from uh, your your laptop to your phone, to your tablet, and you'll just have access to them all in all the places really seamlessly. Um, they've also moved the tab bar down to the bottom. So on mobile, when you're actually looking to, to change to another tab on your Safari browser, on your iPhone, for example, it's all on the bottom now to make it a little bit more seamless and it sort of tucks itself out of the way when it's not being activated and then pops back up when you know you need need it to be um, but the other really neat thing that they've done is they've extended the functionality of extensions to iOS 15 so if you if you ever use extensions and people do this on Chrome and Safari um, they haven't been available for the mobile browsers and now you're going to be able to do that and again they'll be um, accessible from any of your mobile devices yeah, I use that uh, one called Honey that finds all the coupons. You know, if I'm going to an e-commerce site, like whatever, Amazon or, or what have you, uh, this extension that, you know, plugs into the browser, basically then as I get to the shopping cart, you know how you can put in a promo code? It searches the internet and finds promo codes that might work. I've I've saved a ton of money using that thing. So now it's kind of cool that you'll be able to use that on your iPhone, for example, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what's interesting is they're really making the mobile experience very similar to the desktop or laptop experience and vice versa. So it's becoming this unified ecosystem that we've been wanting for a while. John, we're going to be covering a lot more of this this stuff, a lot more of the Apple announcements. There's so much, and it's actually super cool uh, on the app show, our sister show. Typically, that's uh, Sundays across the Chorus Radio Network, and if you're in Toronto, it's uh, Saturday night. So what are some of the things that we're going to be uh, looking at t- tomorrow? Um, well, tomorrow, we're going to look at things like um, a whole bunch of new f- uh, features coming to FaceTime uh, in iOS 15. Uh, we're going to hear about focus modes, uh, the whole new selection of live text, basically it's uh, uh, your photos become clickable assets. So you can take a photo of a sign and you can actually click on the phone number that's in the photo and make a call, for example. <laughs> that is pretty wicked. Yeah. That is pretty and then cool. there's a whole bunch of new health updates. We've got some updates on uh, the iPad OS. We've also got the Watch OS 8, which is the latest one. They added a new respiratory rate monitoring functionality, which is really kind of cool. There is a ton ton more stuff. Yeah, there's so much. And again, that's coming up on the app show Sunday. uh, And if you're in Toronto, Saturday night. Don't forget, we are giving away an awesome prize this month. It's an Unagi e-scooter. This thing is all kinds of awesome. You can see a video up on our website. uh, One of our uh, 
team members using it. Robin, he, I don't think he's going to let it go anymore. We actually had to get another scooter in because uh, we couldn't give that one away anymore. He used it too much. Uh, and again, if you want uh, a chance uh, to win, getconnectedmedia.com. Check that uh, out. Father's Day is coming up, and what father doesn't love techie gift items? Uh, John, I thought maybe we'd just go through some of the uh, the tech gear that we've uh, you know looked at over the past couple months. Uh, maybe inspire some uh, of uh, dad's uh, you know wives and sons and daughters to get him a tech gift this Father's Day. What should we start with? Uh, oh my God, there's uh, so much. Uh, Amazon just came out with the new uh, Echo Show Eight. I don't know if you've seen this one yet, 169 bucks. Uh, it's basically uh, a digital assistant, but with a screen built into it. So you can uh, you know, watch video recipes, Netflix, YouTube videos, but also just regular music uh, as well. And for 169 bucks, it's not a bad deal for a, a large eight-inch screen. Yeah, no, I, I love my Echo Show. I have multiple ones of them. I just have the five-inch one, though. That's a great one for a nightstand, uh, yeah. like a bedroom clock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I should get the eight inch one for my kitchen though. I've got a five inch one there and it's a little small. <laughs> uh, they also have the bigger one, the echo show 10. That one, yeah. that one's crazy. Yeah. It, it's the screen moves. It follows you. So kind of cool. If you're doing any video conferencing, uh, you know, if you're talking to someone, you're maybe in the kitchen doing stuff, it will actually follow you around just to kind of keep you in the center of the screen. Mm hmm. Kind of like a little robot uh, digital uh, assistant. Uh, we also uh, covered uh, on some of the global segments uh, over the past few weeks. Uh, Dyson's got the new um, purifier out, uh, the Dyson uh, purifier hot and cool. So not only does it uh, purify, but it's also a hot a heater and uh, a cooling fan. And this new one, John, also can detect formaldehyde and break that down in the air as well and purify. Why do you have formaldehyde in your in your house? Well. You don't anymore. <laughs> if you get this. No, it's interesting. Uh, apparently, this is an issue in some homes through, throughout the world. Uh, again, uh, the Dyson purifiers, they can uh, purify, like take out like 99.97% of, uh, you know, the, the bad particles in the air, everything from bacteria to pet dander uh, to pollen and that type of stuff. So it really does uh, purify whatever room that uh, it's being used in. And now this particular one, like I said, can detect formaldehyde if that fumes are in the air in any way and break that down. Actually turns them into uh, oxygen and water, believe it or not. Interesting. It's it's like magic. Uh, that's obviously on the higher end uh, as far as uh, pricing, John. <laughs> I think that's uh, up there. But, uh, you know, we also had a look at uh, some of the... Uh, iRobot gear, uh, the robotic vacuums, and uh, the mop, the BravaJet uh, M6, something I use in uh, my kitchen. Love that thing. I think it's, uh, you know, the $500 range. So it's kind of up there, but it's cool. Uh, it's got a little water tank in it uh, that you fill up with water and a bit of uh, cleaning solution. And you can schedule this thing to, you know, go maybe at uh, 8 in the morning uh, before uh, people are up. Uh, or you can use your voice to actually tell it where to uh, to mop as well. Maybe the kids leave a big mess under the kitchen table. You can tell it to go directly there whenever you want. Just you can just voice. have it follow your, your little dog that you oh, just got. Oh, my God, yeah, Murphy. <laughs> it's like, yes. like a little wrecking ball. A little puddle maker. Puddle <laughs> 
you know what? I haven't done that, John. I could actually, because she pees in the same spot. I'm, yeah. I'm working on it. I'm trying to train her, but I could just t- tell uh, the Brava Jet to go directly there. Yeah. The Murph zone. The Murph zone. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, so also some, uh, you know, if you're thinking of gift uh, items, uh, you know, everyone's got a, a phone now, uh, you know, Belkin, they make some great accessories. Uh, they've got the uh, charging stands. Uh, they've got a number of different ones. If you've got one of the newer iPhone 12s, uh, they have the new wireless charging stands that have the MagSafe built into it. So the cool thing thing with the new iPhone 12s is that they've got kind of a magnet in the back. So with the right accessories, they just kind of snap right on with the magnet, which is kind of cool. Yeah, so no more uh, waking up in the morning with a dead phone because you didn't quite line it up properly on on the those some of those mounts. And if dad is uh, forgetful, there's uh, the new AirTags from Apple. Uh, and if you're not in the Apple world, you can use uh, Tile, which is uh, something we've been using for years as well. You've got a, an AirTag. How do you find it so far? Well, I haven't had to find it. <laughs> I haven't lost my keys, which is where, where the AirTag is on. But I, I do like the, the peace of mind of knowing that I can find it if I have to. Um, and it's small. It doesn't take up any space. It's fairly inexpensive yeah and if uh, he's already got one they there's so many different types of holders out for them now as well like little accessory holders that uh you can keep them in even like dog collar ones as well in case you lose i don't know how long that would stay on your dog though like if i, I think of my dog on, they, yeah. <laughs> i guess it depends on your dog because uh, i know my dog would probably find a way to get it off and then you know murphy would just chew the hell out of it and then there's, yeah. you know, 50 bucks gone. Well, that would be a good uh, a good test for the durability of the AirTag. <laughs> Let's just hope she doesn't swallow the battery. No. That would be bad. Yeah, that would be uh, would be bad. Uh, also, uh, you know, there's, uh, like I said, the charging pads, the wireless ones. Uh, you know, they've got even cheap ones starting like in the $10, $15 range you can get on Amazon. Uh, those are always uh, great, inexpensive uh, gift items. Most of the new phones I find now, John, uh, they have that wireless charging capability. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's almost becoming like, like a must-have as opposed to an optional feature. And uh, it's, I got this uh, new thing in, John. I, I, I was getting all these little <laughs> ads on Facebook. I don't know how they find me. Um, you know those Exter, uh, E-K-S-T-E-R, the little uh, portable wallets? They've got built-in tracking as well. I, I got one yeah. of those in. It is cool. Yeah, you showed me that. And, and it's interesting because it lets you basically just store, you know, a fairly small amount of uh, cards, which is probably a good thing. So you don't have a giant Costanza wallet. But you press a little button and the card sort of just pop up. Yeah. And uh, it has this removable tracking card as well. So if you do lose your wallet, uh, you could track it down through a web browser, which is kind of cool. Well, and what was interesting is that that tracking card is solar. Yes. So you don't have to worry about batteries. How long do you have to leave it in the sun? Two years. No, I don't don't know. Uh, Yeah. I'll have to check that out. I think it's a few hours and it gives it a charge for like days if not weeks on it but uh, again uh, a great little thing and finally i want to give a shout out uh you know if you're thinking of uh father's day gift items uh vessi the the foot footwear guys uh, based here in vancouver they make the waterproof running shoes john that i think we wear every single day now of our lives here in vancouver yeah 
yeah, I've got four or five pairs of them now. Yeah, uh, they've they've got fantastic runners, all sorts of different styles and colors. Just look them up online, Vessi uh, Footwear, uh, and these these are perfect for Canada because they're waterproof. Uh, so, you know, if you're on the West coast, the wet coast, I've never had any of these leak. And if you're back East and even in the wintertime, they're fantastic because nothing gets in. The moisture doesn't get in. They don't, they don't leak. So even in the snow, uh, they can keep your feet warm uh, as well. Before we uh, tell you what the magic question is to get some extra entries into our e-scooter giveaway there's one more father's day gift that you know if you've got the box get the whole family to buy into it john star wars pinball machine that's got to be the best thing that we've yeah. gotten in this year it's certainly the thing that we keep playing with literally every day when we're in the office i think i said it wrong arcade one up is the name of the company you gotta check their website out they've got all sorts of old uh, vintage uh, video games and they've got a number of these uh, new uh, three-quarter size pinball machines they are amazing. We got the Star Wars one in, and we haven't stopped playing that. It's a digital screen, like the the main board is uh, like a, a TV screen, but it's got the built-in solenoid. So when the ball hits, you know, the corners and all that, the whole cabinet shakes like physically. So it feels like you're playing a re- a real pinball machine. So you got to check that out. Like again, that's the best thing that I've come across this year so far. So John, we're giving away an Unagi uh, e scooter. This thing is so cool getconnectedmedia.com you can check it out on our website and uh, we're asking a question today up there that will get you extra entries so the question is for get connected is of the things we talked about for WWDC what was your favorite thing and your answer can be something that's not Apple related if you don't care about Apple just give us an answer and we'll use those as your entries Again, uh, we talked a lot about the uh, the Apple conference, WWC, uh, earlier in the show. Just pick something uh, that you thought was cool, or if you think Apple sucks, you can say that too. There's no wrong answer. We just want to hear from you. And again, you'll get extra entries into the contest. Don't forget to visit the website, uh, not only for our contest, but our podcasts and all the great videos and blogs uh, that we do that uh, help you uh, learn a little bit more about technology. I want to thank John and Christina who helped put the show together. See you again next time. Hey, thanks for listening to the Get Connected podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe, rate, and review us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or CuriousCast.ca. If you want to get in touch with us, you got to check out our website, GetConnectedMedia.com. We've always got great contests going there. You can drop us a line anytime. We'll see you again next time.